Hi everyone and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I am Taku Mbudzi recording this podcast all about writing but I'm recording it from sunny Oxford in the UK. I've travelled all this way because my friend was getting married on the weekend and today I'm just chilling at my auntie's house in recovery mode because the weekend was full on but I've just sort of been itching to do something or to say something so I've decided to review a book that I've recently read and loved and uh, yeah so I haven't done a book review in a while and here is a book that I'm really excited about. It's called Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adeyemi. What I'm actually going to do is play you a clip from a Good Morning America video that I watched that told me about this book. As soon as I watched the whole thing I was like oh my gosh I need to read this book so I bought it and uh, yeah so the, the clip is about two minutes long but it's essentially an intro to Tommy, what the book's about and you just get a sense of her vibe and then after that I will come back and I'll tell you what I loved about this book and also I'll put in links in the post of where you can find the book where you can find Tommy and any other bits and pieces that come along in my conversation here's the little snippet from Good Morning America with Robin Roberts oh that's a tongue twister Robin Roberts from Good Morning America with the author Tommy Adeyemi and I'll see you in about two minutes time I am here with Tommy Adeyemi if you don't know her name yet you will she just signed one of the biggest book deals ever, ever, for a young adult author. Her fantasy trilogy and the first book of the series, Children of Blood and Bone, just came out. Please welcome Tony here. <laughs> Hi. that you posted when you got your first yeah. book and even Stephen King he reached out to you it actually made me like I was when I saw that I was so excited that like my body started overreacting and by like an hour later I was feeling sick and I was like okay I need to like sit down or I'm gonna like get on a coma or something I was right. so excited like, I was like this isn't real and I can't get sick right now so I really had to like okay Okay, Stephen King knows your name. Stephen King wants you to cry. Okay, okay. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Tell people about this because yeah. this really celebrates your, your heritage and it's taking place in a fictional world. Yeah, so the book is called Children of Blood and Bone and it's basically Black Panther but with magic. So, yeah, it's a Wakanda forever. Uh, but yeah, so it's a, it follows a girl named Zaylee and she's in this fight to bring magic back to her people. And the world is like an analog West African society and it's based off by Nigeria heritage so you know the cities are all named after Nigerian cities you're gonna mm. see them with geles and you know dashikis you know they're riding giant lions through the jungle like it's this really big epic adventure but I think for all the reasons people love Black Panther they're really responding to this because we we have like Lord of the Rings we have Harry Potter mm. we have these stories that we love but usually in the same setting so this time we're gonna get to see like the same adventures that we love, but in a completely different setting with completely new magic and characters. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. It's fun having something in your head for so long and then having kind of the world, like be like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, yeah, the first time someone said my character's name out loud, I was like, who told you about that? And like, oh, <laughs> where did you find that out? So. And you were told no after no after no with yeah. publishers, but you kept going. Yeah, with my first book, which, you know, rightfully shouldn't have come out. But yeah, I didn't even get to publishers. Like, I couldn't even get an agent with that one. And even with this book, some people still told me no. Um, but a lot of really great people said yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, now we are on Good Morning America, which is crazy. <laughs>
Okay, so doesn't she sound like such a nice person? In fact, you should watch the video. The whole thing is probably about five minutes. But when I saw it, I think it came up in my newsfeed or I don't know how I, I saw it as the actual live news thing. But I saw her and I thought, first of all, she is absolutely gorgeous. But then also she had this vibe and this excitement about her book and this modesty and just this real sweetness about her. And she had her family there in the studio. And ah, I was just like, I, I just really, I really want to read this book. And so I've read the book. And like I said, I'm just going to tell you and share with you what I loved about it. And hopefully you guys, if you're writers or if you're people who just love to read, you'll go out and find the book as well. Because, it, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty special. Okay, so the first thing that I really loved about this book is that it is a page turner. You know how sometimes you read a book and you're just like, oh my gosh, can it just get to the meat and bones of it already? Yeah, this one, pretty much straight away, I was hooked and I was reading. And what I loved right at the end is that it is part of a trilogy, but right at the end, I was hanging. As in, wait, it's finished? The last page, I think it's the epilogue. I was just like, no, it can't, it can't finish now. And I thought that was pretty magical. So that... That excited me that I want to read more. I want to be part of the next journey and it hooked me in. So the way that Tommy writes is so good. You are caught up in everything and all the chapters are really, um, they're relatively short. So each, you know, each chapter has something that just draws you into the next. And before you know it, you're just ignoring people or not, you know, making eye contact or whatever. You're just like completely woven into this world it's yeah it's pretty good in that way the second thing that I really loved at the end of reading this book was how Tommy wrote these really heartfelt notes and acknowledgements uh, she was just thanking all the people who had been part of the journey and also you know just writing her thoughts about how she felt at the end of the book I won't even read them it's just yeah it's really kind of sweet and emotional and stuff but to me as a fellow writer I I don't know. I don't often read the notes and acknowledgements. I don't, yeah, I don't really go out of my way to, but somehow they just flowed into, you know how I said the epilogue was there, it finished, and then I was going, wait, I, I want more. So then straight away you get into the notes and she just talks about how she wrote this book, what she was going through, and I really could relate to a lot of that, and I just thought it was really quite special. And then the way she thanked everyone at the end, and all her acknowledgements as well felt really sincere and heartfelt. So again, I was really pulled into that experience of her having written this book as well. And that really made me love the book more. I know, I know this, this review is totally biased. If you are looking for a, a very independent, unbiased review, then maybe stop listening. I'm just not winning with this one. I just loved it. I loved everything. Um, okay. The third thing I really loved is the cover. So the cover of the book, if you go onto Instagram and you search for the hashtag children of blood and bone, or if you just Google it, the cover is really quite something. And, you know, I've come from the graphic design world, technical writing world. So in terms of visually just grabbing you, um, one of the big things within the book is that the main character, Zeli or Zeli, I think Tommy calls her Zeli. Okay, so the main character has this white hair. And when I first picked up the book, I didn't understand the white hair thing because obviously I haven't read it, but it grabbed me. And just the coloring of the red on the white and then the black cover 
really then just makes her stand out and I think visually visually that's what you want you want a book that's gonna go you know look at me and this one certainly did it and then the other thing that I really loved is it had a map so on the inside cover there's a map of the world that she set up and she said a lot of these towns and cities are based on real ones in Nigeria but I just remember, you know, there's so many books I can't even think off the top of my head how many I've read where they set a map, they, they draw a map. And then it almost, to me, it gives me bearings as in, okay, oh, all right, so I'm in this world. Okay, so I can refer to this map when a new, um, a new city or a new town is mentioned in the book as I'm reading. I can almost travel with my finger around, okay, so this is where they are in relation to this I can't explain it, but this book made me go, okay, I am jumping into this world. So the cover and that map really hooked me in as well in terms of placing me in that world and doing so visually. Yes, I thought that was very clever. All right. The next thing that I really loved was the use of language. So she uses English, obviously, but she also uses, I think it's Yoruba um, and some Nigerian dialects and words and phrases. And I'm Zimbabwean, so I don't speak that language or you know any languages from anywhere else. But I loved that. I was also learning through what she was writing about how you know the Nigerian way of speaking is um, and just the way that she writes African language, African tone, African, um, what's the word, uh, the Africanness. I can't explain it, but in Zimbabwe, we have certain ways of speaking English and also certain ways of speaking our own language. But then when you weave them together and you're mixing them both, it, it gives a new kind of depth and tone to how um dialogue is is written and i loved there was one part where uh, one of the characters i can't even remember who it was they were speaking the language that had been written uh so it's orishan or i can't remember what it was yeah it was like the magic tongue yes the magic language and they're speaking it or trying to speak it and then one of the other characters corrects them and then it's written phonetically rather than in the magic sort of script that that uh, Tommy had created in the book. I know what I'm trying to say. All I'm trying to say is that the use of language, whether it was new and, and created a, a new for this ma magic world, and also if it was real, I couldn't tell. But the way that she wrote it in and the way that she then made these characters speak it, uh, I thought that was really refreshing. I could recognize the Africanness in it, but I also I could recognize how someone who doesn't speak that language could also see it as a completely new tongue and something new. And also then for the characters themselves who are now learning to speak this magical language, how they also were learning it or learning to speak the incantations or whatever was really clever. So yes, the use of language in this book, I think is very, very, very good. Um, the other thing that I loved is how it just infused Africanness in this book. Uh, and I said it before, you know, I, I, I'm not Nigerian. I don't know all the aspects of Nigerian culture, but as a fellow African, there were things that I recognized for sure, you know, references to hair, to clothing, to tribes, to, um, you know, references to, I don't know, food, 
what else the animals the 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 scents the markets there was there was a lot of africa in it that was beautiful and unexpected but also very uh familiar as well and i just think she wrote that in so cleverly that even if you knew nothing about africa you would be invited into this new way of being and this new way of culture and um you know life so I think that she did that very very well uh the characters I love how she did the characters as well that they're about uh three or four who are the main ones that we hear from so she writes them in each of their voices but the way that she wrote them and she wrote their different um perspectives you really do uh you, you yeah you can relate to them you you actually start to think like them and then you and the way that she flows on the the dialogue and the action you know switching between all the different characters was also quite um it pulls you in so she'll end something when one character is thinking or feeling a certain thing and then it just ends and you're like oh, i want to know what happens and then she switches and now you're seeing that same um situation or that experience from the other character's point of view and it was just really well done how she did that and i know i'm being really vague in this in this uh review because i just want you to read the book that's the honest truth i want you to read the book but also I feel as if I wouldn't do it justice being able to now describe exactly how it flows and, and, and you know, how it's built up. Into this. I, I just feel like I wouldn't do it justice. I really do invite you to read this book. All I'm doing is giving a, a very biased review overall and just saying the things that I liked and the things that maybe you might want to look out for as you're reading the book as well. The other thing that I liked, and I said it at the beginning, but... I really liked how I really like sorry how super chill Tommy is on social media and stuff you know sometimes you know you know I don't know I've been meeting a lot of writers and things like that along the way trying to write my own books and one thing that I've been finding is that I love learning from fellow writers so, so I love when I can just talk to the other writers and hear how they write their processes their ways of thinking and there is something about Tommy that I'm really drawn to and inspired by just her humility but also her excitement but then also her confidence and then also the way that she's just out there saying yep I've written a book that does have more representation of you know black characters African characters mixing things like you know the Black Panther vibe and magic and fantasy almost and you know all these things that there is something about the way that she's writing that I'm finding very inspiring and also challenging for me when I think about the way that I write my stories you know is set in an Australian context context but also incorporating all these different ways of seeing life and experiencing African culture diverse culture language and it's really just it's really quite nice to see another writer doing the same thing and just completely running with it in a way that then can pull all of us other writers all of us other storytellers in in ways that we are um, excited to tell our stories and our perspectives so I really admire her creative courage to just do this and also when she talks about the rejection that she had with the book and people just telling her no I can so relate to that and then to see her winning is just excitement I'm just excited is ex 
I'm sorry. I'm I'm seeming to really struggle with English today, and I'm just gonna say, you know, it, it's it's the wedding stuff. I'm blaming the wedding. Um, no, but to see her really winning, I'm excited for her and I'm proud of her. And and it makes me then excited to see what other stories she's going to write, what I'm going to write, what other, you know, young emerging writers are going to write. It's, I don't know, it just, it's a good feeling to see her leading in that way. And it's almost like reading her book and the way that her character is leading these people and these characters and these magic people and these magic moments i can i can actually see tommy in her book in her characters yeah i know that sounds weird but read it you'll see you'll see what i mean there is something about this character zaylee who just is on fire and just is unstoppable and is just a catalyst for a change and a revolution and I, I kind of feel like Tommy's doing the same in a literary way that, yeah, the time is now for us to not sit on our stories, but to really just write them and write them as crazily and as magically and as creatively as possible. So, yes, I, I did definitely find that inspiring. The other thing that I really enjoyed reading within the book is there is a lot of sister brother dynamics between the four main characters and Tommy's brother his instagram handle is toby lou uh he was in the video clip when she did the good morning america uh video and then i just followed him on instagram and he is just funky in his own right so he i think he's a muso he does a lot of artists his videos are cool he does animation stuff he has just another sort of left of left kind of creative vibe about him and that made me and makes me appreciate the book a lot more as well because I, I can't explain it, but there is something about being surrounded by creative family members who you can vibe off and who you can talk to. And I can I can I can kind of feel that influence in the book. And she also thanks them in the acknowledgement. So you can feel that influence even in the dynamics of how the characters as siblings relate to each other. And I think that's that tells me a lot about how you can live an experience and it can infuse it can be infused into the work that you create in a fun way. And I mean I've got three brothers as well, so I, I can also relate to the dynamics of those characters and you know, um, you know, the sibling rivalry, but the sibling dynamics, you know, how they get along, how they stand up for each other, protect each other, how they have moods and you know, sometimes they fall out. You know, so again, I could really relate to the sibling dynamics of this book. And I think it was written really, really well uh, throughout the whole book. Uh, the other thing that I really liked, so when it came out, right, so I was in the middle of talking to my own publisher about publishing my my book, uh Joyolo, which is based on my radio play and I was sort of trying to pitch to them as well at one point that you know I don't want it to be boring this is kind of what I see and feel and I'd already sent them you know lots of images and inspiration and visual stuff and and um, they were really already quite supportive and then I saw Tommy's book and what what she'd done and I was just excited I was like yes this is exactly what I mean that this you know this is the time for these kinds of stories and and so I, I sent an email to my publisher and I was like, oh my gosh, and by the way, this book is exactly the kind of vibe I'm trying to go for. 
in terms of no I'm not writing about magic or fantasy and I'm definitely not trying to copy Tommy but as in a book that is a different voice a different view a different perspective that can cut through and just really pull people in and so I was really excited because I wanted to be like oh have you seen and heard about this amazing chick called Tommy and my publisher was like yeah I've already read it it's amazing so she already knew about it she was already excited about it and we're able to talk about this book with my publisher here in Australia and there was something that I found really powerful about about that and I I, I really got excited that, okay, I, I love that even publishers in Australia are recognizing um, that there are new voices out there that are writing stuff that is magical, exciting and different. And also for them to be open to giving opportunities to people who have these stories, who might not know how to write a book or who might uh, need extra support or mentoring or whatever it is to be able to create stuff like this. And yeah, that made me feel pretty excited that yeah there is support and love for authors like Tommy and then authors who are emerging like me and one other ones to come so it, it really did give me hope and if you are a young writer or just a writer at all who feels like oh my gosh where will my book fit or sit uh, I think Tommy's book is just an excellent example of how just write the stories that are on your heart just write them I certainly am my stories sometimes I look at them and think what is this but at a deep level they just feel right and honestly I encourage you to watch Tommy's videos follow her just listen to how she talks about how this book came out and then just know that it is good you know if your story is good it will find its place and it will be amazing and lastly, I just love that I'm excited about this book in a very, um, I don't know, what's the word, in a, in a real way. I'm really excited about this book. I'm really excited for Tommy. I'm excited about her. I'm excited about my own stories. And I think I've talked about it in, in other episodes before. You know, sometimes, you know, especially when we're people who are underrepresented or there, there isn't enough of us you know, we start to get really competitive, like, oh my gosh, I should, I should be the only one doing this, or the only one saying or doing this or succeeding, and sometimes it happens, people do, you know, get competitive and don't want to support each other fully, or, you know, share how they've won, or things like that, but I've been finding, for me personally, I am winning even more when I'm telling people how I've been doing things, or how I've been trying, or who's helping me, and so in the same way with Tommy's book, I didn't look at it and go, hmm, oh, well, like, what did she do? Like, who is this chick? I literally saw it and just loved it. And I love that I'm excited about sharing it with other people. In fact, I'm here with my cousin who is 18. And I've, I've literally gone, cuz, I finished this book. You have to read it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And I, I'm, I'm literally just bombarding her with, with you know, videos and links and saying, you need to read this book. So I love how it's making me feel about writing in general and writing from a different perspective and a different voice. And I think that's what we need to get excited about is these new stories that are coming out, these new ways of speaking and sharing and, um, you know, creating. And that's what I'm doing. So this podcast is about writing, it's about storytelling, it's about the things that I'm learning. I have learned so much from reading this book. I am so inspired and I'm so excited that, you know, it makes sense for me to make a little episode about it and to share because I don't know how it might impact you. 
and so that's all I wanted to share today I am excited about this book and I am excited about my own writing journeys which I will keep sharing on Instagram at Taku Speaks and on Twitter but also uh, probably my website's the best place to go if you have questions or if you want to see what I'm up to taku.com.au and I think I don't know where I've seen it but there are whisperings that they're going to turn this into a movie I haven't I haven't uh, double checked who's involved exactly but I think there's whisperings that they're going to turn Children of Blood and Bone into a movie or some sort of film franchise I don't know keep watching out for Tommy and all that she's up to you can follow her on Instagram at books, and I can actually put the links up for you there as well I'll put them in the blog post and oh no it's not Adeyemi it's Tadeyemi so T Adeyemi books I assume and yeah, so I'm Taku Mbunzi. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do apologize that I'm a bit raspy. Uh, I've had a big weekend and I think, you know, my voice is just a bit wrecked from all the screaming excitement from the wedding. But I am here in all my happiness and joy talking about writing as well. So thank you for listening to this podcast and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.